everybody. So I'll tell you, Maisi, you know, it's well known that in the, the early 1900s, late 18, early 1900s, when a lot of, a lot of uh, immigrants from Europe came to America, it came with a lot of challenges for them. Obviously, you know, most of them were coming from, you know, those that were coming from Eastern Europe and so on were coming from very religious homes. And uh, it was a struggle. Making Parnassah was a struggle. Keeping Shabbos was a struggle. It's well documented and well known the type of Nisyanis that they had. So it was a Misa of a Yid at that time, early 1900s. His name was uh, Remeir Atzvan. This Remeir Atzvan was a Chassidish Yid. And he came from Europe. And he came to America. And, uh, and he was struggling, and he, like everyone else, to make a Parnassah and to, and to raise a family and so on. But his particular uh, field of choice to make a parnasa and to help other Yidin was to be Malamid, was to go into Chinuch and to try to teach in day schools and whatever capacity is possible to try to help out or to be hired as a tutor for personal, for parents that wanted their kids to have some Jewish education after a day of public school. <clears throat> so that's what he did. Now this Yid, this Remer found himself, in it, again, the, the, the turn of the, uh, the 20th century, he found himself in Detroit. So he's hired Baruch Hashem there's a group of, uh, of, of kids in the neighborhood, they're all Jewish, and they're all going to public school. But after the day's over, so the, the parents got together to hire this, uh, this Remeir as a personal malamid for their kids, that they should have some Jewish education. Again, the parents were not the most religious in the world, so they're, they were not dreaming of uh, you know, the kids learning Gemara and so on. But uh, a Jewish education was important to them, and a Jewish identity was important, so they hired this Remeir to teach their kids. So the story goes that uh, this Ramirez gets together with the kids for the first, the first day, and he begins the lesson of that day by teaching them what a Jew does in the morning, just to go through the Seder HaYoyim, the, 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 the process of the day. So he tells them the first thing a Jew does, he wakes up in the morning, he says, Maidani, and he wash Negel Vasser, and he goes on like this, and then he begins to talk about how to get, that a Jew gets dressed, and he talks about tzitzis and so on, and then he mentions to them about the halacha that we find in Shulchan Aruch about how to put on your shoes, right? That everyone knows that it's halacha in Shulchan Aruch. You put on the right shoe first, then the left, then you tie the left, and then you tie the right. That's the procedure of tying shoes. So that's, that was the day's lesson. Fine, very nice. Kids come home, and one of the fathers, who was uh, sort of the head of the group over there, financially and otherwise, so he asked his son, "New uh, Yanko, what did you learn today with the, the new teacher? So, you know, the kid, you know, Remeir's mazel. Instead of uh, the kids saying, we learned about Maidani, we learned about Negevas, or things like that, he said, we learned how to tie our shoes. We learned how to tie your shoes, what are you talking about? So the, the, so the kid says, yeah, the Rebbe told us that we, we, we get dressed, you should put your right shoe on first, then tie the left, and this whole procedure. And the father got fuming mad. He's like, this is what I'm paying for. This is what I'm paying for, for this Malamit to teach my kids how to put on their shoes. I wanted to teach my kid about, about the, what it means to be a Jew and the basic ideas of, of Judaism. Nothing too complicated, nothing too fancy, and certainly nothing so insignificant as tying your shoes. It's ridiculous. So after hearing this, and that was the first lesson that this rabbi had, so, no, so he got together with all the other parents and they decided to hire someone else. Okay, and that's it. Fine. Years, years pass. Years, years pass. This Remeir, again, finds other jobs, and life becomes more stabilized and secure. And it's already, again, like I said, you know, 20, 25 years later. And this Remeir is living in Detroit. He gets a knock on the door. Knock on the door, again, like 20, 25 years later. 
this uh, very, you know, older but uh, well-to-do businessman knocks on the door. He says, are you Ramey or so-and-so? And he tries to make sure it's the right person. He says, yeah, here. And this person takes out an envelope from his pocket with a lot of money and gives it to him. And he says, what, what is this for? He says, I owe you an unbelievable amount of apologies and I owe you the parnasa that I probably held back from you. So I'm paying you back. He says, who are you? What's going on? So he says, he reminds him that, he says, do you remember back when you first came and there was a group of kids that you taught and, and, the, and, the, and, and you were basically fired after the first lesson? And so he's like, I talk, I do remember. He says, I'll tell you the story. So that was my son. My son came home and, we, and I asked him, what did you learn? And he said, uh, he learned about how to tie his shoes and I got all upset and, 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 I, and then I feel bad about it, but I, I had you fired. I had you fired. So I feel terrible about that. And that's why I'm, I'm, I want to repay the debt right now. So, so, so the Rameer Atzvan, Rameer responds to him. He says, like, but, but why now? Like, what happened? What's, what's the story? He says, I'll tell you what. He says, my son, you know, going through the American world, American culture, growing up in America, he was definitely much less connected to Judaism than I expected him to be, than I wanted him to be. I thought that just going through the public school system and being part of American society, he'll still feel Jewish. But uh, I was terribly wrong. And just recently, he started going out with a non-Jew, and so much so that they they got engaged, and there was a wedding date that was set. And just yesterday was the day of the wedding. Now, I was fighting with him and back and forth, and my wife and I were, you know, threatening not to go. It became a whole big issue with the family, but my son was was stubborn about it, he, 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 he likes this girl, they're getting married and finished. Comes the day of the wedding, and right before, you know, uh, just a few hours before the wedding is supposed to take place, my son shows up by my front door and says, Dad, I broke off the wedding, finished, it's done, I only want to marry a Jewish, a Jewish girl. So the father says, he's saying to the Malami, he says, I asked my son, like, what happened? He said, I'll tell you what happened. And he said, I was getting dressed, <laughs> Mamish, getting dressed to go to the wedding. And I put on my, my shirt and everything like that, put on my tuxedo, and then I began to tie my shoes. And when I put my shoes on, an old memory just flooded into my head. And that was the memory of that one class that I had from that Malamid when I was a little kid who told us how to tie our shoes according to halacha. You were the right on, the left, and so on and so forth. And once I, and when that memory came to my mind and I began to put my shoes on like that, at that moment, it, it sparked something like, I, I, I can't disconnect myself from my, from my people. And that's why I, I canceled the wedding, and I could only date and marry a Jewish girl from now on. And this is what the father is saying, saying the story back over to the Malamed. And he says, that's why, that's why I, have to, I have to pay my debt for, for firing you then, and paying you all the money that I would have paid you if you continue teaching my son. I owe everything to you. And so the Malamed Ramiro takes, takes the envelope and he says, listen, after hearing from what lesson, one lesson what I was able to accomplish, I want, I, I want this to be, I want this to be, the reward that I received from that, I want it to be straight from the Rabbanu uh, Shlomo. The, the very fact that your son is married, someone Jewish, that's enough reward for me. So you can have your envelope back and that's it. No, again, you never know. One kind word, one good idea, one word of Torah, you just one little drop. You never know what type of effect it could have. Hashem should bless us. You should zochet to have a lichtegevach, a mazel degevach, a simchat degevach. V'yaskol tzedek mehervi menu amen.